Welcome to the Ignite Physio Podcast. This podcast inspires physiotherapists and other health professionals to continue learning and growing in their practice and throughout their career. We explore professional issues with a fresh lens and look inward, delving into topics that help to expand our capacity for growth. This is episode number 41. I'm Andrew. And I'm Maxie. All right, so... We're in a cool little uh, lounge here today, just hanging out. A lounge, it's a lair, the lounge lair. This is the funkiest spot, like I just want to come out, like if I worked in this co, what is it, a co- Co Co-working space, A co-working space with a lair like this, I don't don't know how much work I'd actually get done. (laughs) Well, this is true. The pool table is quite enticing, so. <laughs> this is, I can't, I can't even describe it to you people. It is a blues layer. <laughs> yeah. It is fantastic. So uh, today we're, uh, we're just going to be chatting uh, about a uh, recent uh, conversation I had with the patient that really highlights uh, something that I hadn't even thought about, uh, you know, for a while. I'm so, glad you said for a while, because I've, I say this to you almost every time we meet, see one another. I should be paying better <laughs> exactly. attention. Exactly. <laughs> So, uh, so I'll just sort of set the, set the scene here. I was talking with a patient, uh, you know, one that I've seen for a while and she brought up up a really interesting point. She said, you know, we focus in our sessions around, you know, what we need to work on. We're always sort of striving to, you know, get to that next place in terms of, you know, function, recovery, all that. And she said, you know, like when you actually mention, you know, how, you know, her shoulders were, you know, moving better, she's like, she felt like it sort of got lost in the the noise of everything else that was going on in our session. And 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 she said, you know, she's like, I, I sort of walk away and sometimes I forget that you actually said that I'm that I'm doing better, that I'm I'm improving. And and so I thought that was interesting because I said, you know, that's true. Like we don't actually you know, we don't have a session where we actually just celebrate your success and sort of revel in that a little bit, right? So anyway, so I thought let's let's sort of let's chat about that today. And I know we were just starting to get into things before we actually turned on the the record button, and so I thought, well, let's 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 dissect that a little bit. Let's talk about that. And it left an impression on me that I'm like, you know what? Rather than just saying, you know, and and highlighting, you know, improvement or, or you know some of that change in passing, what can we do as clinicians to help that to sink in a little bit more for patients? That's that's where we're going, <laughs> Maxie. Initial thoughts on that. Because when I say that I, you know, that I say this to you every time we meet, <laughs> I think maybe not every time, but every second time, it's about pr- bringing the resources that patients have mm. to the surface, right? Because we all have resources, right? Even our edges, what we think are rubs or edges with our personalities or our belief systems, there, there's always it's serving us in some way, mm-hmm. right? It, it's the awareness of how it's serving us, right? Mm-hmm. And how are we how are we using those edges to to grow or expand or to improve or to rehabilitate, you know, a particular injury yeah. or, or, or whatever. So when when we started talking about that, I just I get very excited because we are so intervention focused, and I know I know we talked about this, and that's my and it's my so a little bit of my soapbox. So I know I have that that bias in thinking that we are actually focused more on interventions mm-hmm. than being with people, yeah. right? And so yeah. we, we 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 go through the the preamble at the front of how you doing, how you been, how yeah. was your day, you know, and then you know you may move into how was your pain and review how how they're doing physically, yeah. and then you start to target you know, with the patient, something that's going on with their body, exactly. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so in doing that, as you said, what we kind of gloss over yeah. 
is this sense of let's just sit, yeah. create some space to be present yeah. with how you're feeling, but the, but the, the fact that you're saying, hey, whoa, big flashing light, yeah. you're, wow, this is better. Yeah. Have you noticed that? And how do we help patients deepen into that recognition, mm -hmm. right? Because we're talking, in my mind, and I know I'm taking a few leaps here, but this is about ingraining actual physiological improvement in a person's nervous system, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. something's improved. How do you respond when I say that? Oh, what is you, what's happening in your body? Like, how does that make you feel? Yeah. You know, and then you start to, it starts to deepen, yeah. right? Well, you internalize it, right? In, in a different way. And I think that was, and I, and I, and as I was reflecting on that, I'm like, you know what? It, it doesn't even need to be like, oh, we're going to spend the entire session on this. But it's like, can we just even spend a few moments in that, right? Like, could we take an extra two minutes to just actually have that, that moment with the patient and just reinforce that and, and and draw them into that a little bit more, right? Like, yeah. So, so it's like, how does that feel in your body? Mm -hmm. Right? Like yeah. what is happening? Like, you know, how does that make you, how do, how do you feel just hearing that? Yeah. How does that make you feel hearing that? Right. You know, and also what does that change for you? Like, what does that change for you kind of, you know, with what maybe we want to do today or maybe how you'll, how you're going to approach things when you leave or whatever, but you have to take, have to, it, like you said, it's not about the quantity of the time. No. It's actually just having them be mindful yeah right okay yeah. and there's a buzzword i know people yeah. are oh mindfulness my listen mindfulness has been around for centuries okay yeah. so it's not a fad yeah all right but to have them be mindful in their bodies to entrain that to ingrain mm -hmm. that in their bodies you can also where it also takes you can take you with people is is to beliefs that they had about themselves mm -hmm. yeah, right exactly. yeah. you know what i mean so it's about yes you've improved but you know did you ever think you'd be able to do that? Yeah. Or, you know, like getting to what their beliefs are about themselves and, you know, that, that their, their self-efficacy yeah. for lack of yeah. better, yeah. you know, yeah. not better, I guess it's a pretty good term, but you know, their self-efficacy, yeah. right. Yeah. And how, how they're feeling about themselves, but how it's not just self-efficacy, but it's the beliefs that drive the self-efficacy exactly. yeah. about themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm a loser. I don't get things right. I'm, I'm never going to, or, 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 uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not physical. I don't do these exercises right. Or I'm different than my peers or my friends because they don't struggle with the same thing. Right. Yeah, like exactly. there's that whole sort of social, social component to that. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think that's, is true because I think that, uh, you know, when you, especially for, for folks that have been having like a, a, you know, a particular physical problem or pain for a while, right? It, that really starts to change how you view yourself. Right. And, and, and I think that that's part of what we're doing is we're helping to patients to sort of look at themselves differently. Right. And sometimes they can be having mo positive improvements from a physical standpoint, and yet they're still maybe sort of their, their beliefs about themselves or how they view their body and all that could be delayed quite significantly right even the stigmas they attach to their to 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 their body and and the and exactly and i'd imagine you know somebody who is living with chronic pain that's mm -hmm. very disabling mm -hmm. for them that that it 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 would really play 
on your sense of identity, obviously, you know, I've worked with patients who, who certainly that was the case within workers' compensation, right? But it also challenges and it brings to the surface their beliefs about themselves. So Mm -hmm. maybe newly constructed beliefs, but in terms of, of, of how they identify with themselves, Mm -hmm. but also those deep rooted core beliefs in how they operate in the world, mm-hmm. right? Their value yeah. in the world, their value to themselves and just how they organize around situations in order to get what they, they need in yeah. terms of, of, of their core beliefs. Yeah, exactly. And I think that by allowing, you know, that interaction to, to, you know, to be there in the session, I think it, it, it can solidify hope for a patient, right? Because now that like, and and almost realized hope, right? Like they're they're moving beyond. Well, I'm potentially going to get better. I'm pot- like I'm going to get better at some point in the future. To I'm actually doing better, right? Like this is not some far off thing that my that my physio or healthcare provider has talked to me about. I'm actually it can experience it right now, right? Yeah. And I think like how do we help them to experience that right now without sort of it sort of being shoved to the side in essence right and let's move on the next thing because we're you're you're, you sort of live in this perpetual of like well you're never quite there yeah and oh there's so much what i was just jotting down as you were talking was was there's a there's it's also it's about the about helping that patient maybe see or reflect some things back Mm -hmm. to them but it's not just about the patient Mm -hmm. it is also about how we are interacting relation relationally genuinely Mm -hmm with the person across from us right because when you see as a therapist when you're observing somebody Mm -hmm. and you're you're saying wow i'm noticing this about you and i'm complimenting you this is this is actually you've done a fantastic job and that's coming from a genuine sense of of real appreciation for that person you are seeing that person you are seeing you're acknowledging that person not for their injury not for their you know their value and wherever but you're valuing them and what they've brought to the table but you're seeing them they exist they exist in front of you and that can be a missing it can be a missing experience for people right because you know, as somebody who does live with some chronic pain with some significant arthritis, you know, a joint specific arthritis, yeah. it's it's hard because you, you start to, we've just talked about this, negotiate your identity, mm-hmm. right? But when somebody is actually seeing you yeah. and appreciating you, yeah. that is a whole different level of where what what people what can start to shift or start to kind of there's the tectonic plates of the beliefs that we have about ourselves all of a sudden that person you're seeing that person and they're going i'm not a failure yeah you're seeing positive in me exactly you know you're seeing something in me that maybe i haven't seen or when i go home or when i go to work I don't get reflect that reflected back to me. Yeah. I get everything else reflected back to me. Well, and I, you know, I was talking to another patient and they made a really, you know, and again, it's not that we don't know this, but, but it just sort of, again, sort of came at a different angle was that they're like, you know what? Getting better is hard. Right. And, and I was like, yeah, it's true. It is hard. And, and like, they're like, you know, sometimes having a little bit of encouragement actually really makes a big difference. And I thought, you know, like, wow, like, it's true. We sort of, we, we almost gloss over that a little bit because, you know, we sort of are seeing, you know, a bunch of different patients and you're busy and we're trying to stay on top of things and we're trying to see improvement in our patients. And yet I'm like, it's true. What can we do to just help add that little bit of encouragement? I think that 
sort of reveling in someone's success, right? Even if it's small success, that can be those like that an ointment of encouragement for them, right? Like it can just sort of soothe their, you know, their their soul in essence, because they're like someone is speaking into me, into my life, right? In a different way, in a way that I'm having a hard time seeing, and I and I have a relationship with this person, I trust this person, and I and I'm going to take that in, right? And that yes. moment, you've got to create space for them to take it in yeah. because sometimes i know for me most of us i think really have difficulty taking compliments right we can't we like it's like it's like they, they fall off of us right or they get rebuffed right yeah. and so really we it, it's not just because we say it somebody believes it or somebody allows it to enter into yeah. them yeah. right so i think creating that space is important, yeah. right? And just pausing and just really savoring. Yeah. Really that word, movement, right? like, that moment. It's like when you're about to have a really good meal and you just sort of let yourself be there to really absorb it in. I think that's like, can we do that with our patients, right? And I, when I mean, you had mentioned something earlier, it sort of triggered a thought. I mean, in, in terms of like, you know, sometimes we, we will sort of be like, oh yeah, you're doing great. And then we'll sort of move on to the next thing. And it's what you said in terms of like, I think it's the patient needs to sort of, you know, hear, needs to hear that that interaction, that space. But I think as a therapist, we want to hear that and we want to savor that, right? Because I mean, when I've, I've had been having a lot of conversations with therapists lately in terms of like, what does success look like to you? Right. And, and so much of the common theme is like, well, I want to see transformation in my patients. Right. And if we don't ever stay in that moment with our patients, how are we ever going to experience that? Right. Like we're going to like, we're going to be like, oh, great. We discharged that patient. They did well. Great. You know what? Did we savor that? No. And what better place to savor that than with our patients right there in front of us right and i thought about that and i'm like you know what when we talk about burnout we talk about like you know satisfaction like as clinicians i'm like why are we why don't we you know as it's as much for the patient is as it is for us as therapists to say okay you know what this is really good and i just want to be here with you in that moment and enjoy this place isn't, right? isn't that why we're why we're doing it oh, exactly. For, there's got to be some yeah. joy in it yeah right before we skip over yeah right to so so when i was doing my i, I always reference when i was doing my psychotherapy training yeah but i learned so much on so many levels from that really deep training yeah hey andrew here just a quick break from the podcast as i wanted to let you know about an innovative web-based tool that i'm building that's going to help optimize your treatment approach and achieve better results with less stress. The reason I'm building this app is to help myself and other therapists more deeply understand our patients so that we can avoid the potential pitfalls that can jeopardize treatment outcomes. So much of what impacts treatment is hidden below the surface, and this tool will help adjust how you approach each patient based on who they are. Think of it as Outcome Measures 2.0. Make sure to check out the show notes for a link to sign up to get my latest updates. All right, back to the show. But we had this um, sort of model that we used. Yes. Really generic agnostic model, right? It was called the sensitivity cycle. Don't know why it's called the sensitivity cycle, but it's called the sensitivity cycle. And basically, ultimately, it's just a circle, right? And at the top is, is clarity, right? So to, so to get anywhere, to take any action, we need to get clear, right? Then we can develop appropriate actions, all right? Then once those actions, we've evaluated those actions, then there's the satisfaction that we have to be able to sit in before we can actually let go and then move to more clarity, to get clarity about the next 
area that we're going to move into. Yeah. But there needs to be that cycle. And what and what we what I think maybe this is indicative of just the profession, right? Or people that enter the profession is is we're hard workers, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're high achievers, uh, we're always striving to be better. And maybe we actually don't even allow ourselves in our own lives yeah. to be satisfied with where we're at and what we're doing, yeah. right? So it ends up being a projection onto patients. Wow. It's like, okay, that was great. Yeah, great. Okay, but we still got more to work on. And it gives the impression that nothing's ever good enough, yeah, right? Exactly. And that is a core belief that a lot of people have. It's not good enough. I'm not good enough. So it's not. it turns from it's not good enough to I'm not good enough, yeah. right? And feel that in your body when you say even that say that to yourself. Oh, I'm not it's good just enough. Deflating. It's just deflating. Like <laughs> yeah. my chest starts to cave in. Yeah. I start to you, slump you know over the top. Okay, say something nice to me. <laughs> yeah. Say you're, something. You're awesome. You're awesome. Good job. <laughs> yeah. Good no, job but, for it, but, it, but it's true though, right? Because I think that like doing your you know your stats in terms of you know patient recovery and all that. There's no satisfaction in that because it's not you're not interacting with a patient in that, right? Like there are so many, and I'm like, well, why why are we not taking that? And I and it's, it's I'm saying this as a reminder for myself to say, look, let's just, let's just be there with that, right? Because it's as important for the patient as it is for us as therapists to really savor that, right? And, and I think that um, it, it, it's, I think it can profoundly shift the patient experience too, to say, wow, like, I, I can, I can take that in, right? Yeah. Because this is someone that I trust. This is someone that, that I've entrusted with my health. And I, like, you know, I've been reading your articles around therapeutic relationship as the body as the pivot point, right? I've been trusting my body in essence, right? Yeah. My healing with this other person. And they just spoke into my life in terms of I'm good enough, right? My body is okay. Yeah. Right. And I think that's such a key message that we, in essence, we, we subvert by saying, no, we got, we have the next thing to we have we have to move on to the next thing, right? But I, I'd I'd like to add that it, it also has to come from a genuine oh, place. Yeah. It has to come from a place because you know, so when we when we do research, we and I'm a researcher, right? Yeah. When we do research or we assess things, we put things in boxes, yeah, right, and we lose that sense of passion or emotion or you know that is that that's really a huge part of decision making it's a huge part of life yeah. we're emotional beings right and so so uh, if you're just going well i'm just going to compliment somebody yeah you know no, or cool. i'm just going you know what i mean like really it, it's about it, it 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 also comes down to as you've been saying the therapist actually pausing yes. for themselves and for the patient in that relational space, mm -hmm. right? So it becomes relationship centered, right? And that's another, that's, that's, you know, there's a little bit of literature on relationship. If that sort of idea has been out there, relationship centered care versus the patient centered care yeah. sort of paradigm. Yeah. But that relationship centered care then brings the therapist into it, not as a doer, yeah, right? Exactly. Just a doer, but as somebody who's being, actually being mm -hmm. being a therapist but also being a human being yeah. being a person yeah. uh, within that however you can express that yeah, exactly. right but it it has to come in yeah. and i think we need to be start to become more mindful of that if we want to really have our profession be an authentic profession yeah. but also also 
us as p- practitioners, for those practicing out there, yeah. to alleviate some of that burnout, to feel yeah. satisfaction with what they're doing. Well, yeah, because I mean, I think that you know, we we go into you know this profession because we want to, you know, because we want to help other people, right? But if we never actually can appreciate and be able to really enter into that place of seeing the transformation and the help and the change in people with them, right? Because ultimately, it's in relationship that that change happens, right? You know, I think we're missing out on such a huge part, but I think it's it's true what you said. Like, we bring that in from our own lives. We project that onto our patients, right? From our own sort of self-striving that we do because we are goal-oriented people, right? We wouldn't be here if we weren't, right? But we, we I think we then sort of lose that opportunity and that place of actually just being, you know, with ourselves, being with the patient, and, and creating that safe space you know, for that to take place, right? To breathe it in. Yeah, breathe it in. Breathe it in. Yeah. And and even just notice how that's affecting things. So anyway, so that was that was where the conversation, you know, with the patient really, you know, it was really sort of was such a great reflective opportunity for me to say, okay, yeah, like it's so true. Like I don't do a good job of just celebrating, you know, patient success, right? And and here is a patient saying, look, this gets lost in the noise of the session, right? Of like the striving in the session. And, I, and I'm like, wow, that's so true. Like, and, and what, what can we do to help make that more of a reality, right? And, and cause if, if they're not getting it from us, the likelihood is, is like, where are they getting it from? Right? Like who's speaking into their life to say, wow. Well, and nobody's, nobody's that focused necessarily that focused yeah. on it as we are, right? Yeah. As, as specific about it as we are. Yeah. You know, they go back home to their family and, you know, I mean, even, even myself as a physical therapist, if my partner has something going as an injury or something, I, I'm trying to set boundaries around how much I do. I do, you know, so I'm, I'm, but I'm trying to be positive. However, you have that, we have that relationship with our patients, right? That, that, that is, that's what they're, they, they come for Mm -hmm. yet. They come for so much more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They come for so much more and some of them, maybe not. I mean, you have your patients who are just in and out, you know, and they're just happy to hear. Yeah, doing well. Yeah. I'm feeling that. I'm good. You know, and maybe they don't care about that type of connection, but I would, I would say that I don't care who you are. Mm -hmm. You still want to be acknowledged. You still want to be seen and heard and you want positive things reflected back to you mm-hmm. even in like we were talking about earlier if there are people who can't take that in well that can be a moment actually that's a missing experience for people mm-hmm. right to to be able to take in some a compliment yeah or an observation about themselves that's positive well and, and also an opportunity to challenge some of the constructs and beliefs that they have about their body and and where they are in life right now right and i think that yeah no I, I think that's that's bang on right so i mean i i guess the the question then is okay you know for the clinician who's listening to this and they're you know seeing patients tomorrow like you know what does that look like in terms of how do we take that that pause right you know and i think like you know if i reflect on for myself i'm like you know what like even being a little bit more cognizant as I'm saying to a patient, oh, you're doing much better with X, right? Can that be a bit of a trigger, right? Can I say, hang on a second, whoa, can I just slow that right down? Well, and slow it down because you don't know, you're seeing improvement, but that person, there might be a, like a like a reaction to that, yeah. like an antibody to that, 
statement, right? Even so, we're we're assuming that the patient wants to hear that. Oh, they're going to take it in. And it's going to be wonderful. And if they cannot take it in, it's because they can't take a compliment, right? But there might be some people that have an antibody to that statement. So it's not good enough, I don't think, for us to make that comment mm. and then have people take it at face value. Yeah. Right. So we have to be able to. That's a big statement. Right. It's a small statement, but it's a big statement because it carries a lot of weight. Yeah. And so I think we have to pause and really observe how that patient is responding to what we say. And pause means you might not say anything and just, you know, go say that and then watch them and let the silence kind of fill the gap if there is some. Mm -hmm. So you're saying watch the body language. Watch the body. Watch the, listen for their tone, right? In their response, you know, and then once you create that space versus, because I know when I've done it, you know, you're going, oh, you're doing really well, blah, blah, blah. We'll go to the next one. We'll test it. We'll test this. We'll test that. Yiddy, yiddy, you know, and you're, you're moving on. And, you know, we just expect patients to believe us. And if they don't believe us, that's their problem. Yeah. They should be believing us. And if they're not believing us, then they're resistant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. It's not us. It's them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, I think we need to be able to be mindful of, 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 our responses as well mm. to uh, maybe a little bit of resistance, but also like you're saying to, to their kind of being able to take that in, mm -hmm. but it is about a little, just a little, it doesn't have to be long. Honestly, pauses of five seconds mm -hmm. can be, can feel like forever. Right. Exactly, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so then the other probing questions come. So they're not responding or you're noticing, you know, that they're closing down, they're shutting down, right? Maybe it's in their body. Maybe they're, they're pulling back from you. Maybe their shoulders start to droop. Maybe their head tilts up and they, you know, their jaw clenches, but you're noticing that there's resistance to what you're saying yeah. and you're just contacting it. You're just touching a little bit with a statement. Like it doesn't seem like you believe me. Yeah, exactly. Right. Or I'm yeah, I'm noticing that, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you're not really taking that in. Yeah. You, yeah. Can you tell me about that or, yeah. or, you know, and, and let them open up. Well, maybe no, I'm not, I don't think I'm getting better. Mm. Oh, okay. Well then let's, let's explore that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then the thing is, is that you've now created that space where they now can be heard. Right. Mm. Right. And that's so key because you want to, you want to reinforce that I care about how you're experiencing what I just said, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> yes, it's not just I'm telling you, you believe it, exactly. you know, and, done. you know, and, and done and, yeah. or, you know, you're saying you're not, and I resist you, right? So then you just have resistance. And that's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> he's, he's not good. <laughs> he's not a good one. <laughs> not good. No. Well, that's good. I mean, so I think that uh, that gives us a little bit to, to chew on, right? I think in terms of from a clinical practice standpoint, and I think that would be sort of the little bit of the, the challenge, right? Is to say, okay, even with one patient, you know, just to, to create that space. Or to go in maybe, you know, with every patient, even if it doesn't happen, yes. even if there isn't opportunity, but you go in with the intention of looking for resource with that patient. Yeah. So it might not be that they've improved, they've, their range of emotions improved, or yeah. it might be, hmm, you remembered, oh, you're getting better at remembering the exercise, yeah. Yeah. right? You know, cause lots of people we see aren't very, they're, they're not very body aware. They're, yeah. they're not very in their bodies. Right. Yeah. And so, so to be able to say, yeah, your awareness has improved or wow, you're able to do this now yeah. and not saying it in a way that's trying to convince them yeah. 
of anything because that's the tone we got to be mindful of, right? Ourselves, where we're coming from. I'm trying to convince you that you're getting better. Exactly. I've got to show that I'm getting some improvement because if not, you might think that I'm not doing a good job and yeah. Our length of stay is going to be longer and you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm going to get it from the case manager. You know, it's like, no, it's really about, wow, that's great the way your your shoulder's moving, right? It's a great and pattern. Pause. And pause. <laughs> <laughs> right, because well, it's true, right? Like, we, we just have that, we, we need to just remember that little pause and then not move on to the next thing right away. And I think that's always, oh, that's so, it's hard to do, right? But but I think it's, I think it, it can be such a, it's just sort of that, little, like you're opening the gate a little bit. Just, yeah. let's just open the gate. Let's sort of explore that, yeah. that place a little, right? So yeah, no, that's good. I that's uh, I like that. Cool. Well, I think we've we've touched on a, a bunch of <laughs> different. <laughs> yeah, very passionately. I think it's I think it's the lounge. <laughs> the lounge. <laughs> Let's put us in the space. <laughs> Anyways, I, I hope that everyone's enjoyed this session and and where we've taken things today, and and I hope that it's sort of you know giving you some food for thought in terms of you know patient interactions and 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 really sort of championing success and 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 our patients and and giving that space for them to also be able to internalize that and, and make that real for them. And and that we internalize it too. All right. Well, that's it for today. Take care, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed the episode. It's uh, great having you on the show today. Uh, now, if you've been enjoying the new show, I'd love for you to leave a review on uh, iTunes as this just helps uh, more people find out about the podcast and we'd love to, to get your feedback. And if you want to check out the show notes uh, from the podcast, just go to ignitephysio.ca forward slash podcasts. And if there's any topics that you want us to cover, just uh, shoot us an email at hello at ignitephysio.ca and we'll make sure to get back in touch with you and and see uh, what we can do there. So anyways, thanks for joining us on the show today. Take care. All right. Bye-bye.